Hey, you guys, we're back. We missed you guys so much last week. Thankfully, Lily is better, so we're going at it again this week. (laughs) Um, Today, we have a special guest on, and I'm going to let Lily introduce him. Okay, guys. Well, first of all, I am so sorry that we were not able to produce a podcast for you guys last week. I hated being sick, but trust me, you did not want to hear me talk last (laughs) week. It was not good, Um, but I am back, and I am better now, and... Our special guest for this episode is actually Jared Brown, my boyfriend. It's been a long time coming, but we are finally ready to have him on as a guest, and I can't wait to get started. And I will let Jared introduce himself. So I'm Jared Brown. I am 22 years old, almost 23. I am a recent college graduate with degrees in sports management and marketing, and I'm super excited to be here. Yay! Thank you for being on with us. It's weird hearing a boy's voice because we haven't had a guy on in a while. So that was kind of funny hearing. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And weird. I also forgot we were recording. I know. <laughs> All right. So earlier today, I was actually on the Instagram for once and Whoa. producing something. And I, um, so we were having a couple on and I asked some questions. So the ones that won are, um, what are y'all's pet peeves with each other? <laughs> you go first. All right. So I would say like... My top number one pet peeve would be, and it's really silly, like it's very, I feel like pet peeves with couples are very like just within that one relationship and I don't know, it depends, but Jared will sometimes say in a conversation like, you know that, right? (laughs) And he doesn't mean anything by it, but sometimes when he says it, I'm just like, yes, I knew that. Like I could just get really, like it just gets out of my skin and it's only when he does it, it's not when anybody else does it, but yeah, it's like, you knew that, right? (laughs) (laughs) what about you so my first one for you is definitely it's another thing you say which is funny (laughs) i already know what it is it's when you say k yeah instead of saying okay or just when you abbreviate random words for no reason like give an example lfc like (laughs) everything chick-fil-a is chick yeah it's just stuff like that oh my goodness it drives me crazy but (laughs) the k thing i think is probably worse because i just a real conversation say K, like, oh my gosh. And it's not ever text. It's like when I say it out loud, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It drives me crazy. I know. <laughs> um, let's see. Another one for me would be when Jared runs really late. I feel like Jared runs late <laughs> often <laughs> and I'm a very like timely person. So oftentimes I will be like ready to go by the door like two minutes before we're supposed to like leave for somewhere. And Jared will be like, okay, on my way. And then he gets there at like, you know, a couple of minutes after. Not so <laughs> he likes to disagree with me, but um, that Maybe. is definitely my other pet peeve. But what about you? Uh, the way you drive. Uh, I knew don't that was have to get into details, but <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> Our other question was, how do you guys find your identity in the Lord and not each other? Mm, that's a good question. I think that one, yeah, that one's a little complicated we i don't know we might answer this the same way but i think it took a long time to figure that out Mm -hmm. i think it took a while um i think it's focusing on knowing that like we're not each other's main focus but Mm -hmm. it's like we help each other focus on the lord together Mm -hmm. i think we kind of had to get that like our journeys are separate but they're also like together Mm -hmm. at the same time yeah i think that um so backstory we've been dating for three and a half years And the first year of our relationship was definitely like we were both not very in tune with our walk with Christ. We were basically just living for the world. And we met in that season and we were both in that season at the same time. And as time went on, 
I'd say after our first year of dating, we really started to get back into like the path that God had for us. And we kind of just left our old ways of living behind and our old lifestyles. And um, uh, I think a lot of couples tend to not make it through that period of time because maybe say the boyfriend is ready to do that, but the girlfriend's not or vice versa. And like, by the grace of God, we were both ready to make that step at the same time. Mm -hmm. So we continued to date and now we're here. So I think that during our first year of dating, we probably found a a big part of our identity in each other, Mm -hmm. I would say. But as time went on and we both were developing in our relationship with Christ separately, it like strengthened our relationship together because Christ was now at the center and we were able to find our identities in Christ separately, but then also come together in a Mm -hmm. relationship and be like, wow, our relationship like has Christ at the center now. And like, this is how it's different. Yeah. Yeah, Much Mm -hmm. stronger, much stronger. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm really excited to have um, Jared on because their relationship is something that's really inspiring. And I've had this conversation with some other friends that they just, um, they don't make it awkward when you're with them. And um, we're still able to see Lily, which is not the case for a lot of other girls that have boyfriends. And I'm just really excited for this episode and for you guys to hear his heart. Yes, me too. I can't wait because I feel like um, I am definitely the more talkative one in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like probably most of the time. So I'm really excited for all of the listeners to be able to hear you talk mm. maybe a little more this time a than me. <laughs> so I don't know about more. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to dive into the BC question. So Jared slash babe, I don't even like to call him by his name. It freaks me out. But what would you say to your BC self, your before Christ self? Uh, that's a good question. I think I would probably say to not be so like Mm self-absorbed or Mm self-centered, which kind of actually ties in with a lot of what I want to talk about today. Mm -hmm. But I know like my BC self was definitely, I was living for the moment and just kind of doing whatever I wanted and not thinking about the impacts it had on all the people around me and just literally anyone else besides Mm -hmm. me. I was living like for instant gratification, just Mm -hmm. doing what I wanted to do. I don't care about anything else. So I think that would probably be my main thing is just to focus on, Long term, not the short term, like focusing on others mm. and not myself. Mm, I like that. That's that's like very fitting for mm-hmm. you now that I know the answer yeah. to that question. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you going to be talking about today? So today, I thought it would be fitting to talk a little bit about service. Ooh, okay. So to start off this, um, tell me what service means to both of you. When I think of service, I think of like communion service, um, when people join the military to give their service, and then um, actual like worship service. So I actually kind of thought of this question earlier too, and there are so many different ways of service, and I'm really interested to see the way that you go about this topic. Oh, me too. I'm so ready. But to answer your question, I would say I think a lot about community service as well. I think about serving in the armed forces and just serving those around you first instead of serving yourself first, Mm -hmm. as you were kind of talking about earlier. But yeah, that's what I think about. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's basically a combination of what I I see it as as well. I see service as putting others, in a a short way to say it, putting others before yourself. Just doing things to help others, even if it's not convenient, even if it's not Mm -hmm. what you want to do, you do it because it's the right thing to do. So that's that's the way I mainly see it. I think when you say that, I 
my mind kind of goes to sacrifice mm-hmm. because you do make a sacrifice when you choose to serve somebody first instead of selfishly wanting to serve yourself first. So that's that definitely ties into sacrifice a whole lot. Absolutely. When I think of service, I think also that um, a lot of people do acts of good, not only to help others, but sometimes to help themselves too, mm-hmm. because it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, a lot of times when you're doing something that is good, it makes you feel good too. So you're obviously right. going to do it for two reasons. And I think that's hard because we ultimately want to be servants of Christ that are doing things for Christ alone and mm-hmm. no one else. But we oftentimes want the satisfaction, want want the recognition mm-hmm. and all of the things to um kind of be looked at differently and looked at better when ultimately like we don't matter only the lord matters right. and it's really hard to like separate those two when you said that um what came to mind for me was like when you give an offering at church and mm-hmm. how um recently they've come up with like anonymous ways to do that where yeah. it'd be like online or however that may be done but i think that sometimes is a good way to like somehow not attach your name to like such a good act but it's really hard to do that it's really hard to do that in today's day and age mm-hmm. when you know eyes are on you all the time it's it's hard to find a way to do that yeah yeah so something I, I really wanted to talk about regarding to service like what are the reasons that the modern day church is not reaching people like they should mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i think there's two reasons and i think a lot of it has to do with service and i think one is the lack of service first mm-hmm. off um I'm just going to speak from personal experience. I don't really respond as well to words. Mm -hmm. I believe that actions make much more of a difference than words. And, you know, being a Christian in this day and age, a lot of people are what you would say, like half Christians, I guess you could say, or Mm -hmm. not like full Christians. And they say all these things and do all these things, but their actions don't match. So it's, you can't witness the people if your actions aren't matching your words. It just doesn't make sense, especially to people Mm -hmm. such as myself who pay way more attention to actions than words. Words can be empty. It's so easy to say a bunch of words and have no backing behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think the second issue is that people, like you had just said, I had been thinking about it, people serving for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. So people, instead of serving for God and because it's the right thing to do, because they really believe in the service and the sacrifice, they're doing it for the wrong reason, whether it's for some sort of monetary gain and whether it's for mm-hmm. some sort of just, you know, feeling of self-gratification just people serving for the wrong reasons yeah absolutely i think that oftentimes you have to kind of check your heart posture and check your intention behind it and Mm -hmm. if you have any inkling that you're trying to do it for any self-gain like you need to kind of just sit down and pray about it and just ask for god to kind of like take that pride out of your heart and just allow him to posture your heart in a way that is more like him and less like the flesh in us is is how I would deal with that. Definitely. This is a little off topic, but as Jared was talking, it was kind of like astonishing because every day that I've gotten to see him more, he talks and he like reveals things that make me realize that he's someone who's so quiet, but has so much wisdom in his head. And he's like, sometimes I think too timid to release it because I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. so cool to be able to hear what you just said, because it's just so true. And so really cool to hear what the Lord's been put on your heart. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy this and like hearing what service means to you, because it means something different to I think everyone. I think so too. I think I learned this about him honestly, more recently in our relationship than Mm -hmm. you would think. Um, I think it may have been when we were discussing love languages and like (laughs) trying to figure out what our love languages were. And tell me what your love language is. 
Because giving is acts of service. Right, right there. <laughs> bingo. So I learned that very early on because for me to understand ways that he's showing me love, acts of service is so meaningful to him that when he shows it to me, that's him showing me like love in a way that I don't give it to people. But it was very beneficial for me to know that that's how he shows love, especially to me, because I can recognize that. And then I can show him love in the way that I show my love through love languages, mm-hmm. which is gifts. Um, so <laughs> it's really beneficial to know that. But um, I think that's kind of where this whole thing about acts of service started and was born. Mm-hmm. Because when we talked about love languages, mm-hmm. we really dove into that topic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I read earlier a story about um, a couple who they, after Katrina hit, they sold everything that they had and they um, resigned from the church that the yeah. husband pastored at and they moved down to where it happened to like be of help. They couldn't find a place to help others. So they ended up at a Baptist church and they helped in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. the um, old pastor, he ended up taking out the trash. Like that was how he helped. And he was kind of like, arrogant about it because he's like i used to be a pastor like now i'm doing this mm-hmm. and one day like um all the trash like li- all the liquids from the kitchen like fell out of the trash can and fell on him Ooh. and he was like he kind of caught himself in an attitude check because he was like i came all this way from blah, blah blah to do this to just do trash and it was like he felt then that the lord broke him and told him like i have you here for a reason he realized that like if you want me to do this i'll do this and then a couple days later they will come up and um, the, the church that he was helping at needed a pastor and mm-hmm. he ended up like building a church and building a congregation. And it's so cool how like in the moment that you think that you're not being used the way God intended or you're not or you feel like you're not being used to your full extent or you feel like you're not being used when you're not seen enough. Mm-hmm. That's when the Lord really uses you the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I love that story. So in what ways do you feel like you guys serve each other? That's a good one. Um I know one way is, at least with you for me, is helping me like stay on track <laughs> and taking care of the stuff I need to take care of and not yeah. putting it off. Because I have a really bad tendency sometimes to just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. But you're like, do it now. Do it now. I got to get it done now. You're not going to do it. So I think that's that's a major way for you. Mm, I would agree. I, I can see how you would think that. I think something that you do for me is that you always like encourage me and motivate me to be like a better version of myself especially Mm -hmm. like to be healthy um especially and like give me motivation to get up and like just do the dang thing Mm -hmm. and just like get it over with or um you really help me to like not overthink things like so another backstory I if you guys know me I'm very like um organized very like planned out very timely like I like things a very certain way and very particular and Jared is kind of like my opposite like we kind of definitely are like opposites attract yeah the way is is you're a planner you plan and I prepare that's how it's different I like that yeah yeah so like but I think that he also especially helps me to like like I said not overthink things but also to allow me to like slow down because I can get like in a tizzy so fast and get so stressed out. But he like brings out like the realisticness of something or like if I'm getting too excited about something and I'm just like, you know, on a roll, um, he brings me back down to like solid ground and is like, okay, well, let's think about this realistically. Like mm-hmm. I have so many examples, but I-, I would say that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then a follow up question. What is your main way to serve the Lord? 
I would say for me personally, um, I always probably run to like worship music first. I think from the moment I wake up, you know, doing things around the house, getting ready, whatever it may be, doing laundry. I mean, really anything. I always have worship music on at some point in time because it just always brings me back to like what's important and like centers me and grounds me um, and keeps my mind on the Lord instead of my mind running in a million thousand different directions throughout the day. Um, I, you know, try to get in the word every day. Well, I know it's really hard. Um, but reading the word, trying to get to know like the heart of Christ more throughout that, um, you know, planning for Bible study, things are revealed in, in those times and just being around others and being involved in like such a strong community of children of God. Um, and just knowing that I am surrounded by people who I am proud to be like and proud to have them lift me up in hard times or even in good times and vice versa. Um, I'd say those are the main things, but what about you? Um, I think my main thing has been like joining a small group Mm -hmm. and like being around other people that have like the same mindset and stuff like that. Cause I was very hesitant for a long time Mm -hmm. because I'm not very talkative. It's not that I'm not social. It's just that I I don't like putting myself out there rather than, yeah, I'm not a talker. Like I listen and like think about a lot and I don't talk a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my, my main, my recent thing mainly. That's probably my main way of putting myself out there and worshiping with other people together. Yeah. I think that you will talk to anybody about Mm -hmm. anything, but someone has to lead the conversation Mm -hmm. first. I don't, I'm not pushy. Yeah. I don't like to be pushy. I don't like to infringe upon people and make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So what about together? I think together the main thing is holding each other accountable Mm -hmm. and pushing each other to be better. I think that's the main way um, is just making sure that we're, doing the right things and just keeping each other like accountable in our everyday lives. Yeah. I think for example, like he had said previously, he was hesitant to uh, join a small group and I was definitely the one that challenged him to do Mm -hmm. that. And I had to be persistent because he Mm -hmm. could be stubborn, but I understand. (laughs) Yeah. um, So that's, you know, an example, but on the flip side, like if I say hadn't gone to service in person for a while, or I had just watched online and hadn't gone in person or, um, hadn't gone to, you know, this group or that group in a while, you know, he'll say like, well, why don't you go? Why haven't you gone in a while? Like he, he's able to hold me accountable in ways that like, sometimes I just brush under the rug. I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. But like he sees them and he's able to like remind me like, no, you should go. Like just little things like that. Mm -hmm. I'd say. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we also try to be a very good example to others in Christian relationships because I think when we started dating, we definitely we definitely did not have like a couple that we really looked up to that was mm-hmm. in and around our age. And I feel like instead we just kind of became that couple and we want to be like a couple that is encouraging to other couples who are striving to like have a more Christian relationship because we just, we didn't have that. We kind of just had to become that. So, yeah. As we know, um, God calls us to be servants to not only him, but also to others. Mm-hmm. And that is one way that we can witness. And that is something I was speaking about a little bit earlier. I believe that one way to really witness to others is um, is by serving them and not just by the words you say, but the actions that you take. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that, uh, there's a famous quote, I can't think of who it's by, but it says, 
people won't remember like what you have or the words you say, mm-hmm. like those things fade, but people will always remember the way that you make them feel. Yeah. And just by showing like God's love just to one person in one action, like that could lead them to a life altering decision. So I think that's something that we really have to focus on is, mm-hmm. you know, serving others in that way. But uh, one verse that one of my favorite verses regarding service is Galatians 6, 2, or that verse says, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. That's just one example showing us how we're called to, you know, to serve others. And in that facet, we are also serving Christ at the same time. I really like that verse. I don't actually think I've ever heard that or maybe not that translation, but like you said, carry each other's burdens. That in itself is an act of service. Um, And it's in the Bible, like it's right there. And I just think that's really cool because I think there's so many verses that support serving others. And I mean, come on, like that's Mm -hmm. what Jesus did on this earth. He served others. And it's just such a great like reminder. And Jesus set such a good example for us um, in the time that he was here on earth by continually serving others and serving others when it was not convenient or not popular or not the ideal thing to do or uncomfortable. I mean, he did it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times serving others can be challenging because you have to be in an uncomfortable position. Sometimes you're not going to be, you know, in your comfort zone. And I think that's where the challenge comes that you just have to push past that. And you have to ask God for strength to allow you to just serve others just abundantly and with an open heart and an open mind. Earlier when Jared was talking about actions, it reminded me of the phrase, um, you may be the only Bible that some people ever read. And mm-hmm. that's a lot by the actions that you do as a friend, as a person, and just a person that you are in everyday life. Um, but also talking about Jesus setting an example. In John 13, it was talking about how Jesus washed his disciples' feet. And it brought me back to Matthew 4, how when um, John the Baptist didn't feel like he was worthy enough to carry Jesus' sandals, but then you have Jesus washing his disciples' feet on the floor. Like, I think that's just crazy that he was setting an example like that for us to show, like, by showing love to others, this is what I'm calling you to do as you're serving me. Exactly. Like that verse is just another one of the many examples of him serving others, especially those that were not worthy, but he still, you know, provided acts of service to. Mm -hmm. So a second verse that talks about service in the Bible is going to be Hebrews 13, 16. And that verse states, and do not forget to do good and to share with others for to such sacrifices, God is pleased. So that's just another example of how in the Bible, it's calling us to not only serve others, but also to make sacrifices for others, just as, you know, Jesus has done for all of us. That's awesome. I really like in that verse how it talks about sacrifice, because I think that sacrifice and service just continually are related to each other, especially in my mind. And I just keep running into times where like they go hand in hand and they balance each other out. And I think that, especially in that verse, it talks about how do not forget to do good, but then also for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. So like mm-hmm. the way I interpret that verse is like God sometimes knows that acts of service for others is a sacrifice, but we're still called to do that even though mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice and yeah. it's not, you know, always ideal for us, but it is for the other person. Yeah. You know? In so many ways, it can be a sacrifice, but it also can be a sacrifice. Like one um, that I think is really relevant to us girls is that um, when you're giving access service to people that you may not love all that much all the time, yeah. you're still called to love them because they're mm. a person and they're a child of God and we're called to love their neighbor and love the enemy. And um, I think that's sometimes really hard and that's a sacrifice that we sometimes mm-hmm. have to make and know that like, okay, I'm called to love them even if I don't want to show it. 
So a third and final verse uh, regarding service in the Bible is actually my favorite Bible verse. And mm-hmm. it's going to be John fifteen thirteen, And it says, Greater love hath no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. So that is actually my favorite Bible verse. And that really spoke to me a lot because that verse is directly talking about sacrifice. And mm-hmm. it really relates to, you know, how Jesus died on the cross for all of us. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, as we spoke this whole time, sacrifice and service are the, like they go hand in hand, like mm-hmm. you just mentioned a minute ago. And I think making sacrifices and serving others is the most Christ-like action you could possibly take. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it can be hard to find the words to say to, to lead others to Christ. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. oftentimes just taking those actions and making sacrifices and serving others can say way more than, than words actually can. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice. We're able to serve others in a loving way through him. That's crazy. I didn't Mm -hmm. make that connection until you just said that. I mean, if you think about it, Jesus down on the cross was like the one biggest act of service like there ever can Mm -hmm. be. Like if you really think about it, it's really cool. (laughs) Exactly. It's awesome. Well, that is it for today's episode. I just want to say a special thank you to Jared for finally being on the podcast. I'm so glad that you all were able to hear his heart and stay tuned for Flavor of the Week. Jared, what's your Flavor of the Week? So my Flavor of the Week is going to be I Will Follow, the song by Chris Tomlin. Ooh. I really like that song. I heard it early on this week and just... I've been listening to it ever since. So, yeah. Awesome. What about you, Addison? Mine is a song. It's My Jesus by Ann Wilson. Mm. I listened to the, or I watched the music video the other day. Apparently, she lost her brother. So, I think it was like the journey of like, you know, her seeing her Jesus through that trial. What about you, Lily? So my flavor of the week is also a song, and <laughs> it is Believe For It, um, and it is by C.C. Williams, and it's featuring Lauren Daigle. Um, I love Lauren Daigle. Everybody knows that's public <laughs> information at this point. But um, this song was sang at our Sunday service this week, and it was so good. I had never heard it. And when I heard it, all the words, oh my gosh, it was just so good. And I listened to it in the car. And it has just been my favorite song this week. So I hope that you guys listen to it. I definitely will. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Jared. And we hope you guys have a great weekend. Bye. Bye, guys.